Welcome to Japan According to Akio. Everything you wanted to know or didn't think you needed to know about Japan. With me, your host, Akio, living in Japan since 2004 and giving you the lowdown on what it's like to live in and around Tokyo. Hey everyone, it's time for episode number four.、Um, today we have a pretty much an anime theme.、Uh, you know, I get to. Talk a little bit about、uh, Sailor Moon, you know, and share some Sailor Moon memories, which, which gets kind of interesting.、Um, also, some, you know, anime from back in the day that I used to watch growing up. We talk about that a bit.、Um, then we move on into,、um, of course, some general information and tips about Tokyo, let you know about the layout of the city a bit more. I go into that, give you an idea of what it's like to move around the city. And finally,、um, I, I drop some apartment hunting tips on you. So if you're、um, thinking about living here or moving here, I'll let you know what's up, give you an idea of what an apartment layout is like here. As always, enjoy the show. Love you guys. Thanks for watching. And tell me what you think. Take care. Oh, yeah. Coming to you again and again and again for episode number four. It is Japan according to Akil. Thanks for rocking with me. The, yeah, let me try that again. Thanks for rocking with me again, you guys.、Um, this is actually my second podcast of the day.、Uh, I'm I doubled up on my recordings this time. Of course, this, this is going to come out you know,、um, a, at a later date, but just letting you guys know, I'm trying to figure out my format, schedule my life with this recording. So, you know, whenever possible, I'm going to try to just record as much as I can and put it out on a regular basis for y'all. Again, once again, we got. Some video popping off.、Um, as you can see, I'm in my work clothes. You know, I had the afternoon off, did some work, came back. I'm actually half in my work clothes if you if you watching this on video because I got my work shirt and I got my house shorts and some flip flops on because I gotta be cool. But, you know, just, um, Yeah, thugging it out. I got something extra special. No Chicago cup today, right? We got no Chicago mug. My mother in law is downstairs using that. They said, Do you want it?、And、I was like, Nah, man, because I got some. If you can see it, this is one of my favorite beers. If you're listening to it on audio, you can go on to my Facebook page, because this will be up on my Facebook page by the time it comes out, which is. Akil, A K I L, space, W A T S O N, just Akil Watson. Just type that in. You might come up with a, um, uh, you might see a regular Facebook account that I made, uh, for myself, uh, just to manage all my social media stuff related to this, uh, or, you, but if you check for the group,、uh, or the fan page, it'll be there. So, the video will be there. Let me crack this bad boy open because I'm thirsty. Oh, you. Ooh. Can you feel that? I love it. Honestly, Ichiban Shibori, Kirin Ichiban Shibori is probably my favorite beer in Japan. Mmm. Mmm. I mean, it's just good. It's smooth. Kirin, holla at your boy. We can do some sponsorship kind of stuff. You know, but, um, yeah, it, it's good. Um, uh, you know, it's smooth, it's not too expensive,、um, it's quality, you know, every, every rich flavor,、um, kind of similar to like a、um, Miller High Life, but not as like strong, not as, it doesn't punch you in the mouth as much, it's a bit smoother. So, I didn't get a big can, I got like a regular one, 
I planned this out. I was like, I'm going to drink this on the podcast. So that's what we're doing. Um, I've only had one. Again, I've been, I've been doing family stuff. Got to do some work later. So no time for me drinking and getting all crazy or buck wild with y'all. Maybe sometime in the future. But for now, just one. And then I'm done. So I'm going to put that to the side. And as always, let's talk about the format. So, uh, oh, speaking of the format. I went ahead and I, this afternoon I made a Gmail account just for any questions that you all might have about Japan. Any questions, any comments, anything you might have, you can hit me up at questionsforakeel at gmail.com. It's all one word, no underscores, no nothing. So if you can't spell Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N-S, is it questions? I think it's questions. <laughs> oh, fuck Questions for a queue at gmail.com. Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N-S-F-O-R-A-K-I-L. I'm 95% sure that's what it is. Um, yeah, but again, let me, let me play with my phone now and make sure we got the right thing. Bingo questions. There is an S on that bad boy. So uh, please use that. Again, any questions you have, I'll... I probably I'll be happy if I get one at this point. <laughs> um, I'll answer it definitely. Whatever I get sent, I'm gonna answer it at this point. And any comments, anything you might have, critiques about the podcast, critiques about me, whatever you can say, I suck. You can say I'm alright. You can say I'm the shit. You can say whatever you want to say, but I'm still flossing. It's like nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. But anyway, let's get into the show. Um, let, let, let's get things flowing. As always, um, I have I pulled the article from Japan Times to start with until we get some questions flowing in. I'm just sticking with that. And uh, then we'll do an Instagram topic. And again, the conversation goes where it goes. It flows where it flows. Who knows? Who knows? Bars. <laughs> As my cousin might say, bars. Um I, that's probably like gonna be an inside joke, I guess, because I'm just dropping these bars and I'm feeling myself kind of. Um, but anyway, uh, let's let's just get into it. So uh, interesting article. And again, I'm honestly I'm pulling out. I, I I looked at a few things and I'm pulling out stuff that's like okay, huh? That's kind of interesting for me, you know. And that huh? That might be interesting for me to talk about. Again, if you want, if you have something about Japan that you um, want me to talk about, give some insight on questions for Akil at gmail.com. It pops up right on my iPhone. I'm going to see it. Any articles, any pictures, anything you got, you know, just send it on my way and I'll definitely do my best to oblige. But for right now, what we're going with is an article I found. I didn't even read it. I just read the headline, to be honest with you, was the fir first from Japan, if you type in Japan Times, first permanent Sailor Moon store opens in Harajuku. So, apparently the 25th anniversary of Sailor Moon is coming up. And um, there will be a little shop opening up on Saturday, uh, which is a couple of days from now, in Harajuku. And I guess it's going to be permanent this time. It's not a pop-up shop or anything. It's just going to be selling Sailor Moon swag all day, every day. For the people who love it, for the people who want it. Funny thing about Sailor Moon. So I remember, like, you know, I'm, I'm a, I was born in the '80s, grew up in the '90s. You know, I remember when fucking anime started to filter into America. 
Mm. And, you know, I'm like a little kid, a teenager, like, what the fuck is this shit? This is, like, way better than the shit that I see on TV. You know, I remember fucking Vampire Hunter D. That shit was, I seen that shit a million times. Um, You know, the fucking, I forgot macros movies and shit like you know i used to sneak downstairs on my summer vacation and uh at like midnight like miss doing mission impossible moves across the hallway from my um parents bedroom so they wouldn't hear me then creeping down the stairs it used to take me like 20 minutes at a time get down into the basement flip on the tv you know and if i'm lucky an animated movie uh i think Demon City. I used to I remember fucking Demon City. I remember that shit. You know, it was like cartoons with titties and blood and demons and fucking animals. It was just ribs popping out and chests bursting. It was crazy. You know, I'd never seen no shit like that in my life. Um, and so I'm not a hardcore, hardcore anime person, but, you know, I do have those memories of like, holy shit, this is definitely not from America. Uh, I didn't even realize it was from Japan, I think, at that point when I used to watch those movies. But if you fast forward to, like, what I believe it was the... Had to be, like, the mid to late 90s, because I was in high school at that time. You know, really, on I believe, Cartoon... I want to say Cartoon Network. I want to say WB. One of those motherfucking networks. Because, you know, after school, I used to sometimes... You know, a little drink and drink, do do my thing. So, um, you know how it is in high school. But anyway, um, so you know, watching cartoons. You know, you know, do a little, little bit of that, a little bit of that. You know, and um, watch some cartoons. And um, yeah, Sailor Moon was like one of the first ones after school cartoons that came out. And so I used to just watch it. You know, I ain't. I didn't realize there was a lot of undertones going on in Sailor Moon. You know, that shit went way over my head. I was just like, okay, she's got a freaking mini skirt on and she's got a wand and the cat's talking and guy, you know, this is more exciting than fucking whatever, you know, Animaniacs at that time. You know, it was a little bit different change of pace. So I watched it. And Japanese people always like laugh at me when they're like, yo, you watch anime? I was like, yeah, I started watching Sailor Moon. They were like, you watch Sailor Moon? I'm like, yeah, watch that shit. Like, whatever. You know, um, I mean, I'm not like doing Sailor Moon cosplay or no shit like that, but whatever. Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm secure in my shit. Like, yeah, I watch Sailor Moon. And what? You know, it's all good. Come on, it's 2017. Get over it. At the time, in the 90s, I wasn't telling nobody I was watching Sailor Moon in, <laughs> in my basement in the afternoon. I wasn't doing that. But, you know, now it's 2017. I'm 35, whatever. So, um, and then people, and then, you know, I escalated from what, Sailor Moon, and then I still remember, I'm going to tell y'all this, man, I swear to God, this was like the craziest shit ever. I remember um, the day Pokemon came on TV in America, like, I was, I was high, <laughs> and I remember because I was high, and, you know, I just finished, like, smoking after school, and, you know, I had, like, a snack or something, and, you know, I sit, sit down and, and watch some TV, and this fucking show comes on, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Hmm. 
And, you know, I want to be the very best, like no one ever was, and all that shit, you know, and I'm like, catch them all, I'm like, what the fuck, like, you know, I'm high as shit, I'm like, what, and the show starts, and they talk about Ash, and the fucking Pokemon, and, you know, then they start talking, and they say in the same, they're like, Pika, 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 I'm like, oh, shit, I can understand the animals. This is fucking dope. What the fuck, man? It's Pikachu. He's saying the same word. I understand all this shit. Like, you know, it was blowing my mind. Fucking Pokemon blew my mind. So, you know, I have... <laughs> I have... Point of the story is I have really fond memories of, like, those afternoon animes, you know, in, like, the 90s and shit. And to bring it back to the main topic, anyway... You know, they're really locking in on on this kind of nostalgia, and they're opening up um, a pop up store in Harajuku. You can go uh, again. You can look at for it. It just has a big sign in the middle. I'm sure if you type in Sailor Moon Store Harajuku, if you don't know how to spell Harajuku, let me help you out. It's H A R A J U K U. Once again, H A R A J U K U. I'm pretty sure if you just type in Sailor Moon Store Harajuku. It'll come up. To be honest with you, it doesn't really look like much. It's just like a little, a little fucking small ass booth somewhere. Um, I can't really see where it is. Doesn't really say too much where it is, but you know, it's just like a little fucking booth, really. I guess they're just making it a permanent space. It's a lot of pink. I don't really associate Sailor Moon with pink that much. It more looks like a Barbie motif than like a Sailor Moon motif, but. Hey, I ain't deep into that shit, really, so, wait, whatever, whatever. Mm. But, yeah, um, I think that, again, this kind of booth really speaks to, like, the bigger issue of what's going on in Japan right now, which is Cool Japan. So, let me talk about that a little bit. Um, cool. If you don't know, you probably don't know, Cool Japan, I might have talked about it before, but Cool Japan is a real initiative by the Japanese, like, government to push Japan being cool and to encourage people to come visit Japan, increase tourism, support the economy, get people all hyped for the Olympics, and just overall, you know, fucking pump some cash into this motherfucking economy. Basically, that's what it is. Um, you know, the government kind of realized, like, oh, guess what? Like, people who love anime and fucking, like, cosplay, they spending cash to come here. Let's fucking jump on the bandwagon. That's kind of what's happening. I don't really know if this is particularly sponsored by the government, but um, I know the government is pretty fucking happy that they're doing it. I'll tell you that for sure. You know, um, people really... When you come to Tokyo, like, you know, cosplayers, fucking, fucking anime people flock to Harajuku. You know, that's like, that's Mecca for, you know, it's not really, and you'll be surprised, like Takeshita Dori, it's just a fucking street, man. And it's not really that big, actually. If you, if Your image of it, of the area from like media cartoons and and animes will probably feel like it's a lot bigger than it really is. But it's basically one street, like about two, three blocks. About yeah, about two blocks, I'll say. Two yeah, two, three blocks. Let me just say it like that. That's about it, you know. Um the interesting thing about Tokyo though, every pretty much every area you go to is like that. I haven't talked about this before on this podcast, so let me break shit down for you a little bit about how Tokyo is really constructed. It's 
don't think of Tokyo. Uh, you, you don't think of Tokyo as a city, as one city in the traditional sense, right? Think about it as a cluster of many cities, especially in central Tokyo. Is a really good way of thinking about it. So you have like you know Tokyo as a whole. And then you'll have these individual areas that have their very, very unique feel, unique vibe, certain people that go there. Um, and they're very independent of each other. They function very differently from each other. And ironically, because Tokyo is so small, they're like literally like down the fucking street from each other. Like if you dead ass serious, like where Harajuku is, is like I said, about a good couple of blocks. But... My favorite area of Motisando is like fucking right across the street from there. And so if you cross over from Harajuku, you're in a trendy fucking area. Like, you know, where you got the Louis Vuitton stores, you got the Patek Philippe's, you got the fucking, you know, Porsches and all that shit is right there. I love that area. I used to work in that area. But it's like literally, it's crazy. It's like um, Harajuku Station is here and then you go down to the base of a hill Hill. when you get to the base of the hill that's basically the Harajuku is just a fucking hill you get to the base of the hill Harajuku is finished and then you go up a hill which is Omotesando Aoyama and that vibe as you go up the hill again changes completely you might get a little bit of residual Harajuku flavor sprinkles but by the time you get to the fucking top of the hill, ain't no more Harajuku shit going on. You know, that's about it. So, you know, all the teenagers and stuff, they really stay on like one side of the hill. And it's really kind of interesting. I mean, for me, being, I mean, if you come here traveling, you might be like, this shit's over? That's it? What the fuck? But for me, like, mentally, I very clearly separate, like, oh, I'm not going to Harajuku, I'm going to Montesando. But it's just, like, right fucking across the street. But, you know, like, you know, for me to tell a person, like, oh, I hang out in Harajuku, I don't hang, you know, versus I hang out in Montesando, they're going to get a very different image of it, like, living here. And I think that's a really interesting part about, you know, um, Tokyo in general. It's not just those areas. I mean, you got Shibuya, which is down the street from those areas. You got Ginza, which is a few minutes away. You got Shimbashi, which is a business area. I think I said before, I don't really spend too much time in western, western central Tokyo, if that makes sense. Like the Yamanote line, which is like a big circle. Time out. If you Google Yamanote line, Tokyo, and let me help you out. What, I gotta like close my eyes and visualize this shit. Y a m a n o t e. Once again, y a m a n o t e. I think that's what it is. But the Yamanote line um, is pretty much uh, like a big loop, and that's like central Tokyo. So there's kind of a huge difference between inside the Yamanote line and outside the Yamanote line. Like, anything inside the Damanote line is butter, right? That's, like, the, sh you know, the, the cool sh fucking ex most expensive areas. Outside the Yamanote line, you know, it's a mixed bag. You, you've got some more chill residential areas, but then you also have, you get further and further away from what is, quote, unquote, Tokyo lifestyle. Why it's like that is because of just the historical, um... The historical, what's the word? Flow, I, I, for lack of a better word, of life in Japan. I'm gonna get a little sidetracked, but I think this is really important. Um, let me just take a squig. Mm. 
because one of the for me one of the really interesting things about Tokyo especially or in J Japan in general but let's focus on Tokyo is the fact that the old gets kind of stacked on top of the new so the layout of Tokyo is a real prime example of that right we talked about the Yamanote line it's like a fucking loop and if you're looking at this online you'll see it it's just it's just a fucking loop it takes exactly an hour to go around it like I remember if I um a few times you know, if I was like early for work or I had a cancellation or something like that and I had an hour to kill, I'd just hop on the Yamanote line, take a fucking nap and just go literally around, you know, get a nice seat and just take a fucking hour long nap, set my alarm clock, wake up and go where I need to go. The train's so punctual here, you can literally go around in exactly one hour. It's fucking funny like that. But, um, because the Imperial Palace is the traditional center of Tokyo, right? The, the, if you think about it, it's really cool. Like, this, from, like, medieval times, like, feudal times, the palace was the center of the city. And everything kind of built out from that. Even in modern times now, the palace, the Imperial Palace, is the center of the city. You know, and if you look at the layout, a map of Tokyo, that is kind of where you know things kind of start and it kind of like radiates out from that and and like a kind of shadow of that is the Yamanote line right so so you know it's kind of like a status really kind of thing to live inside the Yamanote line that's kind of you know that's where I'm trying to be in the future <laughs> you know I'm trying to get this cash so I can get back back up in there um, actually, I never really lived inside the Yamanote line. No, I never lived inside the Yamanote line. I was like just on the outside of it. You know, residential areas really, really close, like four train stops away from Shibuya Station, like shit. Like, um, Meguro Station was just, I was like two stops away from the Yamanote line. You know, outside for like about, fuck, like about eight and eight. And, well, about 10 years like I lived like right on the edge of that which fucking helped my social life quite a bit because a lot of the action a lot of the cool trendy places are right there you know I had, I, at the time I had a lot of friends who were still living in Japan events popping off so I could really go go there so pretty much I'm, I'm, I'm gonna kind of wrap this section up by saying you know if you really take a second to look at the layout of Tokyo is really, you know, and you understand more the history of the city and the country itself, you know, things were kind of built on top of each other, you know, and so it kind of reflects the way society kind of works here a bit too, because, you know, you'll see these drastic contrasts, right? You'll see fucking kimonos right next to fucking really advanced technology incorporated into everyday life and they all really kind of work seamlessly here and that's i think a real um appealing point for me about um living here you know and you might you might want to do a little bit more history into like world war Two. i won't get too deep into it i'm not like a historian or anything so i'm not trying to go too deep into it but you know, uh, much of Tokyo was destroyed in uh, World War II, but 
I believe the Imperial Palace was left intact. So, yeah, I think so. That's what it was. The Imperial Palace was left intact. So, I don't know why part of the palace was destroyed. It might have been a fire. I, I don't know. But um, the palace is still there. But if you really think about um, the modern Tokyo where it comes, you know, traditional Tokyo was completely wiped out, completely destroyed. And then everything was built on top of that. But the, the layout of the city kind of stayed intact. I imagine because the Imperial Palace remained there from, you know, centuries, basically. Yeah, for centuries, basically. And then even if everything else was destroyed, that was still the center, the epicenter. And everything kind of like built out from there. So, it, you know, Japan has like really interesting kind of bits of history like that. Um, that you don't really... I didn't fucking know any of this shit until after uh, living here. And, you know, you kind of get pieces of it and shit starts kind of making sense after a amount of time. So I'm just trying to give that to you. Um, but, you know, by saying that, you know, again, Tokyo is like a cluster kind of place. So um, I hang out. Me too now. Like I hang out in areas that are right like five minutes you know train ride or five minutes car ride away from another area and i'm like i'm not fucking going there anymore just because it's not really my my, my bag anymore it's really interesting like that and you know if you come here you will kind of you know if you, you'll kind of get a flavor for that which i would encourage you to do you know go to different areas if you think one area is the shit go somewhere else like you'll be like holy fuck this is completely fucking different than everything else you know it's really cool um like that so that time out let me drink some beer mm -mm -mm. Mm. that was a pretty good little rant i think um hopefully i can cut that up in a nice way put that online for some people put that on youtube i'm i'm, I'm getting my youtube shit together pretty soon hope just bear with me but you know we got the itunes registration going through we on soundcloud we got a facebook page we got our email so it's a process people we're going through it we're going through it we're going through it we're going through it we're going to do it we're going to do it okay Let's move on, shall we, to Instagram. So I think actually this this kind of fits in um, with what I was talking about a second ago, as far as traditional Japan. Again, if you if you if you check out my sorry, excuse me, if you check out my Instagram page, which is again at a k i l dot w a t s o n, hit me up, holla at your boy, and. Um, You'll see one post I did, which actually did really well. People responded really well to it. Was tatami, and you might be like, "What the fuck is tatami?" Uh, more spelling. Okay, let me. Cause you know what? I mean, I'm I'm not like dyslexic or anything like that. No disrespect to dyslexic people, but um, what it is is at this point I'm thinking in Japanese. So for me to like change the spelling of things from like Japanese to English, I have to like really be like, okay, ta in hiragana is like what in English? And it totally fucks me up right now, you know? So if you, you know, a lot of spelling shit, like if you see me like really like reaching for the stars in, in the back of my head, it's because half the time I'm like trying to change my brain back to English mode, you know, and really visualize how to say it in English, which is kind of, Interesting, I think. But anyway, tatami. So, 
T A T A M I, right? Tatami, T A T A M I, is tatami, and um, what those are is tatami mats are fucking dope. That's what they are. <laughs> They're fucking dope. I never realized how dope. Like I would fall in love with some shit like that, you know, before I came here. But it's really cool. If you don't know what it is, hmm, it's basically um straw mats so um like traditional rooms in japan um are the flooring is straw matting right which is i don't know the exact dimensions of it, but it has these specific dimensions like again if you if you tell me like ichijo like which is like one tatami mat room or, or you won't have a one tatami mat room but like a four or 4.5 room i can visualize it a six tatami mat room that's how a lot of rooms are calculated by how many straw mats they are so a 4.5 tatami mat room is i would say the bare minimum of what you would be able to it's a small room but it's the bare minimum of what you would be able to like live with i lived in was it, when did I live in a four and a half room? No, I never lived in... Was that four and a half? I think I did live... In the guest house I lived in, um, it was a four and a half to Tommy Matt room, I think. Yeah. And at that time, yeah, yeah, that's right. It was because this is a six mat room and my shit wasn't this big. Um, yeah, I'm in a six mat room right now and my shit was not that fucking big. Yeah, so I was in a four and a half mat room and a four and a half tatami mat room. If you are if you are coming to Japan is basically big enough where you can have what I had. I had like a futon which is semi double futon, which is big enough for me and my, my girlfriend, my wife you know for both of us to lay down <laughs> so i had like a um uh that then i had like um like i had it that going this way and then like in an l shape i had like a, a small desk and a chair right and then just the door entrance but i also had like a sliding closet which is enough i put my tv in there and then some like drawers and shit and i had a balcony so i had enough room for me to like function you know and i wasn't like stepping all over myself so i would say like a four and a half to time mat room if you want a budget is what you're gonna look for you know um and to be able to survive a six mat room then you're gonna start to feel a little bit more comfortable yeah, what what I would recommend is I know I'm getting sidetracked again, but I think this is important information about living in Japan. If you um, let's say you have your own apartment, right, like a, a studio apartment, for example, if the this apartment is only four and a half mat four and a half mats, I wouldn't take it, right? If the whole fucking thing is four and a half mats, I would not take that shit because you're gonna be too small. If you're in like a guest house or something like that, you know, with other facilities outside of your door or outside of your area and you have a four and a half mat private space that's cool you know um because four and a half mats will be just enough for you to lay your head maybe put something else there and that's about it six mats you know if you have a six mat place plus a bathroom or some other shit that then i think that's enough for you to like like where i have now i ain't showing you all the shit that's in my room but you know with there's a tv right here there's a bed there's a bit more space to like move around and stuff like that so six mats if you just have a, a private studio by your fucking self if you have like a place inside or like a guest house or, or or something like that 
you know, it's, it's, I would say go ahead and get like a four and a half mat, mat room. You know, that that would be acceptable if I were you, you know. Um, so, yeah, just take that to the heart, you know. And if you have any questions about it, please go ahead and again, message me. A-K-I... Uh, no, that's the wrong thing. Message me. Questions for Akil at gmail.com. Um, and I'll be happy to help whoever out, you know, as much as I can uh, with any advice or whatever I can, you know, let you know. Anyway, back to fucking Tatami, right? So, um, yeah, I never thought I'd fall in love with this shit because this shit is fucking comfortable as a motherfucker. <laughs> like, it, it, it really is like... How do I explain it? Like, it's just... You know, it's a really traditional surface, and you can feel like I'm in fucking Japan. Like, it's, it's, you know, the, the funny thing about it is, you know, it's like straw, right? It's, so it's little pieces of straw that are kind of woven together. I'm looking at the picture from my IG account right now. Shameless plug. You should go over and check it out, too. <laughs> but, um,. And it, which which gives I think a really good shot of what it looks like. And it's basically pieces of straw that are kind of woven together, like really symmetrically, you know. And so when you lie on it, it's really comfortable and it breathes actually. So it helps to keep the room cooler in the summertime and warmer in the wintertime because it breathes. Um, you can lie down. I love like you know if I'm in the living room and. Um, I'm like on my phone, I'll just lie down on the fucking floor and feel comfortable as shit. Like with a pillow, lying down on tatami is really comfortable. Uh, it's not like soft, it's not as soft as carpet, but it's not as hard as flooring. It's just like, it's fucking tatami, man. Like it's good, you know. Um, it's funny because like it's so fresh, like if you, get, if you come into a place that has fresh tatami, it's green. When it when you when it's first laid down, right? When you get it, it's green. But over time, the the straw dries out. The shit turns brown. So if you're in Japan for a while, you'll really enjoy the smell of fresh tatami. It has a really distinct kind of straw kind of flavor to smell to it. It's good, man. Like if if you have a chance to get a tatami mat room, get it. But 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 fucking but you gotta be careful. Because the shit gets fucked up really easily if you don't know how to take care of it. Like, I remember um, my a few apartments I had to go. You know, our bedroom was tatami, and we had uh, our computer in in our bedroom, like right next to our bed. So like, I used to I had my computer chair on there, and I'm not gonna throw my wife under the bus. But <laughs> in the beginning, you know. We dis we decided that we didn't really need any any other padding or anything on the tatami, and no 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 I'm not gonna throw my wife under the bus because actually that was my fault. When I first lived in my first guest house, that four and a half mat room was tatami, and in the beginning I didn't have I didn't realize like you know the 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 weight of the chair and the wheels rolling over the straw would break up the tatami i didn't realize that until it was too late <laughs> and then i had to buy padding you know because to cover up the fucked up surface of the tatami because when it starts to really break apart the shit gets you know it starts coming off on your clothes you lie down on it you got like straw poking you in the back and it's just it's just not you know 
it's not butter, right? It's not what you really um, want to be on. You like, oh shit, I'm not trying to lie down on that. But you know, if you keep take keep the surface looking smooth, like it, it's it's dope. It's dope. So, mm, if you do stay in a place with tatami, respect the tatami. Respect that shit. I'm just telling you. Um, if you respect it, it will respect you back and it will love you back and you will have a dope experience. Like that is my um, word of advice. Um, I'm coming up on, we coming up with time is it? We're coming up on 35 minutes. So again, this, this afternoon was, I think a little bit under 30. Episode three is going to be a little bit under 30 minutes. I think this is uh, about 30, 35 minutes. So I think it's a good place to stop there. Again, please, if, if you're liking this, you're enjoying it, please send me your questions. Um, you know, that'll help kind of lengthen the show. You know, it's just, again, it's just me talking. So, uh, and, and I'm not going to just talk like my my um, my father used to say. I'm not going to talk for talk's sake. Like, I'm not just going to um, just be speaking outside my mouth just to hear myself talk. I actually do want to provide some value, some information that might be interesting and or educational to the people listening and or watching so uh did i serious on that so um yeah I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just wrap things up right now uh as always thank you all for watching i really appreciate it thank you for listening wherever you're getting this just get it i hope you liked it if you even if you didn't like it please let me know you know um i'm trying to work on i say i realize i say you know a lot and and you know what i'm saying so I'm, I'm making a conscious effort to be more professional and cut that shit out i hope you notice that and we're gonna keep doing this like I'm, I'm really happy we have video up now i'm really looking forward to editing this and getting it you know uploaded and, and making it kind of semi-professional not as bootleg as i feel right now <laughs> but thank you thank you as always Please keep watching. Please keep listening. And if you have the opportunity, send me a message. Send me something. You know, anything you, you want uh, me to talk about or expand upon. I really feel like I'm contributing something. I'm not sure what I'm contributing to, but I think I am. You know, for people who are interested in Japan, interested in coming to Japan, or just want to hear some different shit. It's all good with me. I don't care. Just keep rocking with me. I'm going to keep rocking with you. Keep bringing it to you live. Mm. Alright. So now it's almost 10 o'clock here in, in, in Japan. I got to sign off. Take care of my family. Eat some dinner. And then go do some more work. So as always, love y'all. Thanks for watching. Peace.